0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Zach Spear here. Welcome to another episode of MLM Rebels. Hopefully, you're having an amazing day so far, and hopefully, this message or this podcast finds you well and prosperous and ready to take on the day. We Ashley and I continually uh, just pray for everyone that we have a chance to talk with and um and have a voice in their lives and just pray that we have a, a positive impact and uh, things like that. So hopefully this finds you in that in that state. Anyway, I wanted to spend a few minutes with you guys this morning. I am walking uh, through uh, Glendale, California, which is a suburb of Los Angeles. So we officially got back from Chiang Mai, Thailand uh, a few days ago. We came back home for Christmas, and we are here um, because Ashley's brother lives um, here, and her family is coming from Michigan to celebrate Christmas with uh, with him in, in California. Um, and then I'm actually heading back to Chicago to celebrate Christmas with my family, and um, Ashley's staying here. So we're going to be separated for like 10 days. We've been literally inseparable <laughs> for... Um, uh, for about three and a half months, like we've probably only spent a grand total of 24 hours apart. No joke. Like the only times we're apart is when I'm like going to get a haircut or something, which is pretty wild. So <clears throat> we're gonna spend like 10 days apart in a little bit, and it's gonna be a big, big change. Oh my gosh! So I am. Uh, it's about 8 o'clock in the morning right now as I'm recording this, maybe 8:30. I'm actually heading back to the house to get some breakfast, and I'm doing uh, a call with a new member of the team, which would be pretty fun. Um, But I've actually been up since 2 a.m. So (laughs) I was doing really good on the jet lag thing. Uh, We got we landed a few days ago at like 4 in the morning, and I stayed up, you know, like a good boy. I stayed up the entire day um, until you know until the nighttime. Went to bed. I took some melatonin. Passed out super hard the whole night went really good. The next day, we stayed up a little too late. We actually went to uh, a, net, like, not a networking event. It was like a Christmas party. Well, first we went to my cousin's house. My cousin lives out here. I literally texted him that day. said, hey, dude, I'm in LA. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, you can come over if you want. So he had a party we went to for like a few hours, You know, just basically hung out for the afternoon. And then we drove uh, a couple hours down south to San Diego area. To uh, go to a holiday party for a group of um, really, really high class businessmen. I don't mean high class like fancy, I mean, well, some of them are very fancy, but I just mean like good, good people. So it's actually a uh, mastermind that my brother in law, Ashley's brother, is a part of, and um, we intend to actually join the mastermind when we get done with this traveling thing. And so we basically went to this mastermind's uh, holiday party, which is a lot of fun. The couple who run it, are uh, really amazing people. His name is Nicholas Bailey. Her name is Amanda. And I highly recommend you check them out. They run a mastermind called the Billion Dollar Body, or the Billion Dollar Brotherhood. Um, and it's, it's really, really cool. An amazing group of people. And so we had gone to their event before, so we knew some of the guys. Uh, I knew Nicholas, and um, Ashley knows Amanda. Um, but uh, there's a really good chance to do that. So that was a lot of fun. But because of that, we stayed up really late. We got to bed at like 2 a.m., which is fine. We slept a little late yesterday. That's all good, um, and we went to bed on time, and I figured that I could maybe... I, I didn't want to like take melatonin every night. I don't want to like get stuck on that stuff, um, so I didn't take anything last night. I passed out really well, and I woke up at like 2 a.m., and I could not fall back asleep. Like the horrible... like. I was like so proud of myself for like having no jet lag problems, you know, just like transitioning really smoothly with a 14 hour time difference. And <laughs> it totally punched a square in the face punched me square in the face. I actually slept really well. You know, I, I when it basically it I was way, I was I was I was up for about an hour. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna look at my phone and if it's past 5 a.m. I'm getting up. You know, I'm just gonna wake up and I'm gonna go do stuff. And I looked at my phone, and it was three. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> so I proceeded to lay there for a few more minutes. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to do something. So I started to read. I basically read and meditated for about an hour and a half. And then about, at about 4.45, I was like, okay, I'm getting out of there. And so I woke up, or I got up, uh, got dressed, Basically, walked to a coffee shop and stayed there till now. Um, so before this, I literally thought jet lag was a load of crap. I mean, people told me they were jet lagged. I was like, oh yeah, that's not even a real thing. Shut up. <laughs> and this is now my second time experiencing it, like really hardcore. So it's pretty nuts. Um, I think, I think if you're only like two hours, like a two or three hour time difference, like if you're flying from, oh, yeah. you know, if you're flying from California to New York, like. It's three hours. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, maybe that one because there's a three-hour difference. But if you're, like, going from central time to Pacific time, it's a two-hour swing. Like, dude, come on. <laughs> so that that's kind of always been my mindset. And I still feel that way about a two- or three-hour time difference. But I always – I even thought that, like, a 12-hour swing was, you know, BS. But, you know, I guess when you are used to being up in the equivalent of the middle of the night. Um, so, for instance, like today, you know, I – Woke up in what I've been used to as daytime. I woke up in like at two p.m. the afternoon from where we were at for three months, and so my body's like you know ready to be doing stuff, but I'm like in bed, so totally wild. Anyway, that is what I'm doing right now. Walking back to the house to, like I said, grab some breakfast and uh, get some uh, get a shower, and then uh, talk to uh, a new member of the team, which is a lot of fun. And um, uh, actually, what I was doing this morning after you know doing like my, my typical things, I usually spend some time, uh, reading, spend some time praying, meditating, that kind of thing. Um, after I did all that stuff, I did some finances, which totally hate doing them. I would love to hire like a, a CFO type. Actually, I was talking to one, he's not a CFO. He's like a more, a more in tune and savvy tax accountant guy. So like we've got an accountant, we've got a tax person, but neither of them are like brilliant. Um, Uh, Well, actually, I probably shouldn't have said it that way. Um, They're very smart in what they do, but they don't do everything. Like, I I want someone that does everything or a team that does everything where I don't have to do a whole lot. Um, So that's what I actually mean. They're very good at what they do. Um, They just don't do the whole package. And so I'm kind of looking for the whole package. So I was doing some of that stuff that I don't like doing this morning. But after that, I did something that uh, I've been doing for quite a few years, and it's been extremely beneficial and eye-opening and it actually um is what birthed uh rebels um uh, it's what birthed mlm rebels and that is doing yearly reflections um so about uh well during our first so our first team my first like upline i've referenced him a lot actually on this podcast he's a really really amazing guy um you know we agree on pretty much everything in life. Like the only thing we don't really agree on is like how to actually build a network marketing business, like the actual tactics. But other than that small detail, um, we agree um, on pretty much everything, and we're kind of like you know brothers from another mother, if you will. So he's a really really amazing dude. Um, I still I still look up to him in a lot of ways, as far as personal mentorship or. Uh, yeah, spiritual mentorship things like that and while he doesn't mentor us personally at this place in life um, a lot of the ways that we conduct our lives uh, are from him and his wife and so we started doing this because he did this and it's taking a year uh, a look at your entire life on an annual basis so at the end of the year you take you know a day or two or three and you just set them aside and all you do instead of working is reflect and think and write and you know what went good what went bad and it's not a time to just beat yourself up although that happens a little bit Um, it's a time to reflect on what truly went good and to be honest with you when I was a little not that I'm old but I was a little younger probably five six years ago it was quite hard for me to find things that I did right I was extremely hard on myself I still am probably way too hard on myself but I was really hard on myself then and uh, it was basically just a big beat-up fest And about my second year doing it, I started to find things that were positive. And that's really good. Um, And I've gotten better at it over the years. And last year, I feel like I did a really good job doing it. Because last year, or the year before, one of those two, I think it was last year, was the first year that I kept a really good journal. Like, I've kept a journal for, for years, but I've always been spotty with it. But I think in 2016, so actually two years ago, was the first year I kept a really good one and last year I kept a really really good one like almost every day I wrote in it and so essentially what I did at the end of last year is I just took that journal out I record all of my entries on paper uh, or in Evernote and I just dump everything into Evernote so I just literally you know went down the list and I kind of made a summary of the year based on my journal entries and it really painted me a picture of what happened what was going through my head um and it really helps you relive you know those things, so that you can make adjustments or keep doing the good things, you know, things like that. And so, um, so we're doing that again uh, this year. Um, and so, I just started doing it. Ashley and I are actually doing it uh, together tomorrow. So we're going to be like going through everything together. But in preparation for that, I'm doing it myself, um, like today. And so, uh, it's really, really, really good. I highly recommend it. I know that it was. I, I remember saying this myself. You can be thinking it yourself too, especially if you're working a job. Like it could be quite hard to, you know, work your job, uh, take care of your family if you have one. And you know, I know you're listening to this because you probably have a business or you want to be having a business. So you have all these things that you're juggling, and to like take a, to take this much time to do it is potentially daunting. And you know, I'll be straight up with you. It's it is it is daunting, and it is a lot of work, but it's worth it. You um, know, I read a quote today. It was actually in. My journal, when I was referencing this, and it says, "Most people stay physically um, diligent to remain mentally lazy." And uh, if that's not a true picture of, you know, what I was doing previously in life, like I don't know what is. And I think a lot of people in business do that, both in our industry and outside of it. And um, you know, Henry Ford talks about how the fact that so little, so little people partake in the act of thinking because it's so hard and I would highly recommend that you take some time off of physically doing things in your business to spend some mental time in it and um, you know even if you're someone that is consistently you know in this paralysis by analysis phase which you should get out of it (laughs) but even if you're in there take some time to still think And maybe you can identify, like, okay, I'm pretty much always analyzing. I should take more action. And that's a possibility. Um, But... Regardless, I would definitely take the time to do this, um, even if it takes you, you know, a few days. Like it used to take me when I was, you know, working a job. I was still working my business just as hard during these times. Usually, so I would get home at 10, 11 at night. I have to be up at six the next morning. Now it would take from like eleven o'clock at night till one and two in the morning, you know, for three, four nights in a row, and doing this. And um, you know, was it was it the most <laughs> mentally capable time? No, but it's what I had to do. Now today. I have a bit more luxury to do it when we want, but we work hard for that luxury, right? We worked hard for years for that luxury, and <laughs> today I'm not very mentally capable. Just to be honest with you, I feel like I'm slurring my words. I feel like I'm hammered, drunk, even though I haven't been drunk in like ten years. <laughs> it feels like I am, but um, anyway. So I would I would definitely recommend doing that. You know, last year uh, towards towards the end of the year well I'll just give you a couple like cool things that happened in 2017 and I'm not going to spend too much time on that if you want to look at my 2017 reflections go to the Entrepreneur Discovered podcast it's our like more generic podcast and one of the earlier episodes in 2017 uh, talks about my reflections but some of the good things that happened uh, quick highlights were you know we uh, I do something called a prayer petition I'm not going to get all spiritual on you if you're you know I, I know that this is a this is a secular podcast I'm not going to try to you know pour, you know Shove my faith in your throat, but um, we do something called the prayer petition, which is basically a very uh, organized prayer. Okay, and so we're Christians and we pray, and so it's a very organized prayer, praying for things. And we prayed for uh, a few very specific things, um, and they came. They came. <laughs> came to pass extremely fast like we wanted to sell our house for a certain amount of money we did Um, we uh, wanted a new computer for a certain amount of money because I didn't want to buy a new one and we got one um, for like it was a better one than we thought for less than we wanted to spend this is again like almost two years ago now Um, we had a family member that was in a really funky relationship that we wanted them to be out of and they did they got out of it and we couldn't Helped this person for a long time, but after this prayer, uh, they were helped. Um, so there was some really cool stuff, you know, some some painful things, which I don't know if I re- if I would have shared on the 2017 Reflections podcast because it was so fresh. But at the very end of the year, like on December 30th of 2016, I basically uh, we got to the point where we knew that we were going to leave our previous uh, company, um, and. Uh, Um, yeah, so I wrote that down and it was, you know, quite painful, um, in 2017 or excuse me, 2018. So this year we actually left that company Now we were doing lead gen and we were doing MLM rebels things long before that. Um, you know, we were doing them for ourselves. Of course, uh, uh, we were getting great results for clients, but we were, you know, still very much committed to that old company. And, um, uh, whoops I just <laughs> I just treated this LA street like it was Chicago so in, in LA quick thing is like you have to actually obey crosswalk signs <laughs> Chicago is not that way at all like if you have a gap between the cars you go and so people get tickets for like going if there's not a crosswalk sign on and I just literally walked right in front of a car <laughs> um anyway So uh. so yeah that happened in 2018 um you know, 2018, we thought of rebels for the first time. We um, we were actually not thinking. So when we left our company, um, when we left our company, uh, we basically left because the the tactics that they were using, that we were using, did not align with our beliefs anymore. You know, we they were doing things, as you know, that we don't agree with, and we finally had the guts to do something about that. That's why we left. When we left in the beginning, um, we weren't actually sure if we would continue in network marketing. Uh, we knew that we could take these marketing skills and put them into a different type of business model. We knew that we could make quite a lot of money doing that, and we could actually deal with less people in the process. <laughs> and so we did actually contemplate that. Um, so when we left our old team, like we told them, and we told them truthfully, "Hey, we don't know like exactly what we're doing next. We just need we know we need some space." In order to, um, in order to, uh, I didn't want to make sure to get hit by a car this time. We need, we need some space in order to figure out what we're going to do next. And so, about a uh, March time, I think in 2018 is when we decided that we were going to do something with this whole rebels concept. It wasn't named rebels at the time, um, but we decided, like, okay, this is this is something that we need to do. We need to help. These people, we need to make this make this a priority. And so, April nineteenth was the first MLM Rebels webinar, and you know the uh, the brand, the product, the system, uh, the clients have been building, you know, from there essentially. Um, so, as you can see, th- everything that's happening, truthfully, everything that's happening in our lives today, from a business perspective, all stems back from these reflection days that we've had. Um, Not only that, but they've also flowed from um, two particular events. So you've gone to different marketing events that, uh, two different marketing events over the past year, um, year and a half. And those two events, I can literally trace back exactly where our business today is, like how it's structured. It's traced back to two different events that I wouldn't have expected to like one of them I actually didn't even want to go to, to be quite honest with you. I Ashley <laughs> encouraged me to go. And I was like, oh, I don't want to spend the money. It was like, you know, during this transition phase, because when we said we're going to kind of like when we left that team and we also said, we're not quite sure what we're going to do. Like, we don't know if we're going to do network marketing still. We don't even know if we're going to, we don't know what we're doing. Right. Um, like I was being very careful with our money. I mean, I'm always very careful, but I was being extra careful then. And it was like, you know, quite a few multiple thousands of dollars to go. And, uh, I was quite not wanting to, and actually encouraged me to. And so, these two events, I can trace back pretty much everything that's happening in our business from these two events. So, that's another thing that <clears throat> we definitely realize is even though we've been going to events consistently for years, um, you know, I kind of started to build some apprehension towards them because almost all the events I went to were specific to our old company. And I kind of felt some animosity and a little bit of frustration, um, with how many events I was going to with, you know, how little progress we had made at that time. Um, but, uh, you know, in reflection now it's like, oh my gosh, like literally like the reason we're traveling the world right now, the reason we have this freedom is in large part due to these two events that I've been to, um, or that Ashley and I went to one of them and I went to the other one. Um, so it's just uh, it's just pretty wild. So anyway, um, I'm back at the house now, so I'm gonna walk in. But I just wanted to say, I just want to encourage you to go ahead and take this time to do some reflections. And you know what? I know it's getting towards the end of the year. I would highly encourage you to do it before the end of the year to not make excuses and just do it. You know, if for some reason you have some crazy stuff. You can do it like the first week of January. It's fine. It's not a big deal. It's not. It's not a date that matters. It's doing it that matters. But. Sometimes, not all sometimes, almost all the time, it's better to set a, de- set a deadline and just go for it. You know, I find I do my best work when I have a deadline. You know, uh, I think everyone can agree that, you know, you're going to do your college paper when you have a deadline. You always typically procrastinate until the last second. So make a deadline. I would suggest doing it by the end of the year. If you're, semi- if you're listening to this later for some reason... Um, you know, if you're listening to this and it's months away, it's months down the road, it's February, it's March, it's June, you know, whatever, then just do it now. Don't wait six months, you know, just do it now and take a reflection of the last year and a half and make adjustments and then you can do another one at the start of the new year. So um, anyway, hopefully it's found you well, guys. And uh, I am starving. I am so hungry because all I've had is this coffee and I've been awake for seven hours. <laughs> um, so hopefully you find this, this found you well. And if, if you found value in this podcast, do me a favor, leave a review on the podcast and a rating. It was amazing spending time with all of you today and um, appreciate you listening. And we'll talk to you all soon and see you in the next episode. Thanks.